3: Home Field Apparel. Home Field Apparel is now partnering with the Mizzoucast, offering you the best Mizzou gear on the market. All you have to do is enter the promo code Mizzou, and you'll get twenty percent off your entire purchase. So do it now. Home Field Apparel, the best stuff you can get. The football season is in full swing, and Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today and use our promo code Armchair to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts.
1: Well,
3: hey there, Colin. How do? pretty excited we're uh, we got a two game winning streak we got Arkansas coming to town, and Missouri is looking to secure its fifth win in a row against this lowly, shitty Razorback football team.
4: You wouldn't know it by Twitter. They <laughs> are pretty convinced that they are going to kick a hole on us. They're going to stomp a mud hole at us and walk it dry.
3: Well, it makes me excited for the potential of Sour Grapes this weekend, because if they think they're so good and they're terrible, they're going to be really disappointed when they uh, end up losing this game, and they're going to have a lot of crybaby things to say about it.
4: That is my sincere hope.
3: Yeah, it should be good. So uh, we've got a pretty action-packed midweek show for everybody. Colin, we've got, uh, obviously, Caleb the Greek is going to make his picks. He's returned. Howard Richards is going to join us for the first time this year, and he's going to talk about this upcoming Mizzou versus Arkansas game and what it's like covering the Tigers in the 2020 COVID season. And then we have a special guest. We've talked about it. We've alluded to it. But Arkansas defensive coach Barry Odom is going to join the program.
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, there's one upside to having Barry Odom as your coach for four years. You, you established a relationship, so when he joins your shitty rival, you can still call him and get it in your- <laughs> <laughs> interview.
3: It makes things a little easier, but I'm pretty curious about what he has to say. There's been a lot going on with him in the last, I don't know, year or so, and I'm yeah. sure he's going to have a lot to tell us.
4: Well, he was always forthcoming. I, I had a lot of complaints about Barry Odom, the football coach, but not much when it came to Barry Odom the interview.
3: <laughs> That's true. We've learned a lot about him over the years. Colin, are you uh are you excited about this Arkansas game? Or are you pessimistic? Or what are your feeling going into it?
4: I am. I'm excited because it means something. Like, despite the fact that we won against Vanderbilt, like I just last week felt good and it was nice to have a football game to watch, especially during COVID Palooza. But that game was like I was pretty convinced we we're gonna win it and neither here nor there. But this game, I don't like Arkansas, and uh, fuck Arkansas. And,
3: fuck Arkansas. Uh,
4: well, you know, I, I hope everybody in that state, you know, dies slowly of COVID. So this game feels more important to me, and I'm looking forward to it.
3: Yeah, those are strong opinions. Those are strong opinions. I don't like Arkansas much either. I especially don't like how they think that they're a better program than us, even though they've done nothing to prove it, except lose continuously. They're just a uh, they're a bad place. I mean, everything is slightly worse in Arkansas.
4: That's true. Those are facts. That's science.
3: You know, Colin, another exciting thing is basketball. I guess Missouri had a basketball game against a ranked opponent last night, and I think if I am got my reporting right, they
4: won? Yeah. I feel, uh, what's the opposite of shame, Brennan? Is it is it pride? No. That's um, too far. Less shame? Yeah. Less shame. That's it. Yeah. I feel less shame about our basketball team.
3: It must feel warm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was something. I mean, it was uh it was a real opponent and we played a real game and we held a real lead and won the game. It's I it's I'm not used to it.
4: Yeah. Um shots were falling and they looked like they knew what they're I mean, it was it looked like nothing I'd seen in the last three or four years.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well that's refreshing, isn't it?
4: It is, but in their defense I've only watched three or four games in the last three or four years, it feels like.
3: Yeah, well, I think you got a representative at sample.
4: Well, every time I watched before last night, it always looked exactly the same. Like <laughs> a fucking diaper full of digested Indian food lit aflame by a blowtorch.
3: Is there anything that stood out to you as particularly something to give you hope?
4: Tillman played well and didn't get into foul trouble. They shot well from the three-point line. I just, I just, I'm, one game is not enough to make me feel confident that either one of those things will be consistent. But uh, if they... If both of those things happen all season, they will be competitive.
3: Well, winning against a ranked Oregon is a lot better than losing to an unranked and unheard of UMKC Kangaroos, which is what we used to do.
4: Well, you know, I I much prefer getting excited about this win over a ranked opponent versus getting within nine of Xavier
3: Mm -hmm. and uh,
4: hoping (laughs) that that meant good things for us.
3: Yeah, that used to be the bar.
4: (laughs) Yeah, pretty awesome.
3: I guess we can get into our predictions later in the show, but uh, we got a full slate of guests. Why don't we just roll right into it and start the thing? All right. M-I-Z. Z-O-U. Going to throw it. Slam. Slam. This bugs for you, Mizzou. They are carving
1: up this LSU defense. They don't get no better than that, man.
5: Lacked up to short middle beatty with the catch and he's gonna jet his way into the end zone. Missouri touchdown. (laughs) Handoff to Roundtree running left. It's 35 to the 40. Left sideline around the man.
3: This is the Mazad on the program now. Howard Richards joins us again. If you listen to Tiger Football on the radio, you'll recognize his voice. Howard, thank you so much for joining us. Happy Thanksgiving, I guess belatedly.
2: And no doubt, man. The turkey was great. It was a small celebration, but I'm thankful to to be here with you first of all, but but also thankful to, you know, be healthy and enjoying a, a interesting football season by our Missouri Tigers.
3: That's right. It has been interesting all the way around all year long, but particularly this Missouri football team has been a real bright spot this upcoming game against Arkansas do you think this matters more to Missouri's team or to Arkansas's team or is it a wash because here we are four and three the new coach versus the old coach and Barry Odom having success at Arkansas on the defensive side you know there's a lot of Narratives that are playing in this story that maybe in the past you know this is obviously kind of a contrived rivalry when we entered the SEC, but it's going to be our seventh matchup. Do you think this matters more to one side than the other?
2: I don't think so, and I think if if I were in Eli Drinkwitz's shoes. I would say this game is as important as every game we play on the schedule. Regardless of the fact that it's an Arkansas battle line rivalry, designated rivalry game every year, or any other team, the, the fact remains is that this team is trying to establish a winning culture. But naturally, of course, Arkansas, with Sam Pittman, who coached uh, a year in Missouri, coached the offensive line years ago, and he's been in the SEC, and obviously with Barry Odom as defensive coordinator, uh, there, there's going to be a lot of storylines in this game. Drinkwitz, who grew up in Arkansas. I'm sure they both will downplay it, meaning both Odom and Drinkwitz, they're going to try to downplay this game. But the game ultimately is about the players. And, you know, the players on both sides are going to probably on the Missouri side, understand it probably a l- little bit better. You know, it's going to be emotional for a lot of these Missouri players. But the bottom line is, is once that kickoff happens at 11 a.m. on Saturday, all that stuff is out the window. And it becomes, you know, mano a mano, team versus team. And, you know, Missouri's got strong goals. Obviously, Arkansas has strong goals as well. But, you know, Missouri is, is on a roll. And they have, to me, an opportunity to do
6: something special this year. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring... Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
1: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole?
2: Season in a season where the expectation really wasn't that high. So uh, it should be fun to watch. It should be a a very competitive and, uh, you know, high energy matchup. I, I don't know if it's going to be a high scoring game. Or if it's going to be a defensive struggle. But nonetheless, uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing how this one turns out.
3: As you describe the success that Missouri has had unexpectedly, you can't help but think about how that really mirrors the season that Arkansas has had. They kind of had the same low expectations. They had the new coach. They have overcome adversity, and they have had success as well. And a big part of that is the surprising resurrection of Felipe Franks, a quarterback. He it seems like a different guy than he did During his time at Florida, you know, he's definitely where the offense starts and stops for Arkansas. But what do you think is different about Felipe Franks this time around than his time at Florida? Why is he having success now here at Arkansas when he couldn't before?
2: I'd say probably the maturity level, first and foremost. You've been through that. You know, that whole cycle, maybe he was underappreciated at Florida, but he's a talented guy. Give a lot of credit to the offensive coordinator, Kendall Bryles. Sometimes it takes a change of scenery for a person to get it all together. He's still Felipe Franks. He's still that same player. But I think that advantage is, you know, he's been welcomed by a new team and he's the guy. He really wasn't threatened from a competition standpoint. I think he was always their guy this year and they knew that and you know sometimes when you're looking over your shoulder it affects how you play it just didn't work as well for Franks he got hurt there and again I think the change of scenery has been really good for him his leadership qualities what he went through uh, as a starting quarterback injury adversity and all that you know coming to a new team at at, uh, Arkansas I think it just uh, the pieces fell into place for him you know good on him he's had some some pretty good moments uh, thus far this season and and you look at Arkansas's record, 3-5, and five, they really could maybe should be 5-3 and three at least at this point.
3: After this game, Missouri will have two games left on the dock at Mississippi State and then still yet unscheduled game against Georgia. I guess a likelihood that they might be playing on the same day as the SEC Championship you know, there is a possibility Missouri could win out, you know, and go 7-3. and Now, I'm not going to bet on that or anything, but, you know, Mississippi State, I think, is every bit on their same caliber. You know, that's a winnable game. Arkansas, I think the same way. And then Georgia, I don't know that they have anything left to play for, and we might be able to catch Georgia at a great time. That's a real possibility. A lot of talk has been that this could be the game that decides the SEC Coach of the Year because Pittman and Drinkwitz have had that kind of success. If Mizzou continues to roll as they have been, do you think, it's a it's a runaway for drinkwitz as coach of the year. I know that's a lot of presumptives, but (laughs) you know what I mean? Like this is a real possibility and nobody really thought it would be. He's a real contender.
2: No, I agree. And the pieces are there, of course. You know, I'm I'm not one to make predictions, but I, I think if you if you look at the body of work and if Missouri does win out or let's just say you've got if Missouri wins two of its next three games. Then there is a strong likelihood Missouri finishes at six and four. If if you somehow the Georgia game is scheduled, which I think that Georgia game it's not been announced yet, but I I feel that it's going to be played the week before Mississippi State on December twelfth. Okay, look for that coming soon. So, but that's that's just my. Just how I feel the way things have have uh, sort of played out, especially with the the, the flex scheduling that uh, the SEC put in place. Good probability that that could happen, and with we all know the success in this league comes with having a, a successful quarterback. Connor Bazelak has been that guy from Missouri, Richard freshman, but you know he had a pretty remarkable game last week against Vanderbilt, thirty of thirty-seven. You know he only had a couple of bad throws, I thought, but he he just looks so comfortable. And the guy, you know, he's got three or four more years left, but he has established himself as that guy. I think, and you know, when you have that quarterback and your receivers have played very very well, they're playing for him. They're doing the things necessary. They're getting open. They're catching footballs. You got a quarterback. All the other things tend to fall into place. And Georgia, I think they're a team that they're not still very good, still very good team, well-coached team, of course, but you know, n- n- not the power that I think a lot of people thought this team would be. They've had their their issues and concerns throughout the season. So, that could be another matchup for Missouri that that could really to me, solidify a strong finish for the Tigers and also sort of put that crown on Eli Drinkwitz's head as coach
3: of the year. The, the one last thing before I let you go, Howard, I want to do justice to Larry Roundtree, who is what our offense has really been based upon this year. And he's just having an, an incredible season. He's writing his name in the history books for Mizzou fans. But what is it about that guy that makes him so much more successful at running back than others you know in this league have been able to? Is it the offensive line? Is it something with him? Tell us a little bit about Roundtree and he's just such a success story.
2: I've said this from the time that he set foot on this campus. Wasn't recruited very highly at all, but the guy came in and maybe he used that as a chip on his shoulder and he just produced, you know, he has run hard. He's, he's performed through injury. He's a guy that never complains and and he's one of the the best leaders on this team. Always has a, a smile on his face. You know, he's the type of guy you want in your locker room. Uh, I've seen Larry Roundtree at, at Mizzou basketball games, and you know he'll spot me in the stands and come up and say hello. Oh, He's that type of player that just has an appreciation for where he is and for the opportunity that he was given, and he's taken advantage of it. And oh, by the way, he ain't a bad running back either. He He runs with power. He has enough speed. He has some elusiveness and he, he can deliver a blow as well as we have seen uh, not afraid of contact and he has to me both the physical toughness and the mental toughness you know to perform week in and week out as, at a high level he doesn't need much of a crease or daylight from his offensive line to be able to get it done the guy can catch the ball on the backfield he can do virtually everything you ask him to do He blocks well. If you go back to the first play of the LSU game, the flea flicker that went went for a touchdown to Toski Dove. This doesn't show up in the stats, but of course, Roundtree, he took the fake handoff, pitched it back to Connor Bazelak, and positioned himself immediately. You had to turn around and and put your head on a swivel and block the blitzer. And he did that uh, against that, that fine cornerback for the LSU Tigers And those are the types of things that NFL scouts are looking for. A guy that's not afraid to stick his nose in the numbers and block a a blitzing linebacker or safety or whoever that may be. I think he's about as complete of a college running back as you'll find. You know, he's he's a thousand yard type runner. He's going to get the tough yards for you. And he, he makes Missouri better. And he's a guy that's... Deserves all the accolades he's been given. And the Tigers will, will miss his presence. I won't say they'll miss his productivity after he's gone, but they'll definitely miss his presence and, and what Larry Browntree Brown brings to the Missouri football program.
3: Well, Howard Richards, thank you so much for bringing Mizzou football to so many of us who aren't able to come and see it for ourselves this year in this weird 2020 season. Uh, it's always good to hear your voice, and thank you so much for taking some time to be on the show.
2: Always a pleasure, man. You know, I'm I'm, I'm always here for you. We go back a long way. So, That's right. You know, don't wait till the end of the season to reach out. to me.
3: <laughs> I tried earlier on, but it didn't work out. So well. well it, <laughs>
2: (laughs) Sometimes it needs, I need more than a day (laughs) or a couple hours. (laughs) Well,
3: that's, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) All right. Have a good one and have a happy holidays. If We don't see you before.
2: All right, brother. Hey, you too. Enjoy.
0: What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have or the friends you find along the way? (laughs) Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more.
5: Some men were born in poverty Some were born with wealth I was born a loving man And I just came to help myself Women have all made over this old boy ever since I was born. That's why these old Arkansas traveling shoes are so well worn. I've made quite a name for myself. The girls know who I am. I'm a natural, actual, real, authentical Arkansas-loving man.
3: On the line now, former Mizzou head coach and current Arkansas defensive coordinator, Coach, Barry Odom's on the line. Hey, Coach, how you doing?
4: Hey, boys, good to hear from you. Man, it's been a while.
3: It has been a little bit. Yeah, thank you so you know much what? for joining.
4: Hey, wait, hold on a second. Hey, okay. hold on. All right. You got Barry. Talk at me.
3: Oh, I missed it. <laughs> I missed it. So, Coach, things have changed since we last spoke. My gosh, you've you've lost a job. you picked up a new job. You've had some success at this job. You're in a whole different state. I mean, I guess the first question I have for you is, what do you think about Arkansas?
4: Man, this, is, this place is awesome. It's made for me. Everything huh? is deep fried. <laughs> and man, you know how much I love above ground pools. Well, buddy, they're in a pool in the ground in this state, not the ones I've found so far.
3: <laughs> That's probably true from what I've seen.
4: Yeah, it's pretty terrific. Man, and I'll tell you what, there wasn't a single restaurant in Columbia, Missouri that served possum. Every restaurant has it here. Even better, all the Chinese restaurants serve hamburgers.
3: <laughs> they do?
4: They do. It's awesome.
3: Well, that's not what I'd order at a Chinese restaurant, but to each of their own, I guess, if you like it.
4: Yeah, buddy, that's all I order at the Chinese place.
3: So uh, tell me, in the time between you being let go at Mizzou and taking the Arkansas position, what would you do with yourself what, you know, when you were out of work for that time? How does Coach Barry Odom spend his days?
4: Well, you know, I was down for a hot minute, and then I, uh, I came around to the idea that, you know, this is a new opportunity. And then I got a call from this Sam Pittman, and I mean, this guy's crazy.
3: You think he's crazy?
4: Oh my God, I showed him my tornado killing gun and he thought it was a great idea.
3: That, that, that is crazy. <laughs> well, he's, he'd never been a coach before. And, and, you know, that was the situation you'd enter into at Mizzou. So maybe you guys have some stuff in common.
4: Dude, this guy's got a catchphrase. It's crazy. And yeah, I told him all about being a head coach and a new head coach at that and how much it sucked. But uh, he he decided he wanted to try anyway.
3: Well, you uh, we had some success there. You're three and five. Everybody in Arkansas wants to remind us that they could easily be five and three, except for a couple close ones at Auburn and LSU. This is a lot faster yeah, well, of a recovery. I'll tell you what, buddy. Uh-huh.
4: If uh, grandma had nuts, she'd been grandpa. <laughs>
3: well, that's kind of the way I looked at it, coach. I'm glad you see it my way.
4: Well, hey, I mean, I'm a realist. At the end of the day, Barry Odom's a realist. <laughs> and uh, we lost some football games, but we're a pretty good football team. And uh, I'm looking forward to playing whoever we're playing this week.
3: Yeah, you know you're playing Missouri, your old football program.
4: Oh, is that right? That's this week.
3: That's why we're calling.
4: Oh, that's awesome. You know, <laughs> I don't pay much attention in the in the midweek. A lot of soccer to watch. Yeah, <laughs> and hunting to do.
3: <laughs> yeah, but, it is deer uh, season.
4: You know. Yeah, that's cool. Are people excited?
3: Well, I think a lot of people are excited, and uh, you know, Mizzou fans are pretty happy because I don't know if you've heard, but we've had some success too since you've been gone with is our that new. Right? Co- yeah, a little bit. We're four and three now and uh with a win what, over lsu hold on.
4: what did you just say
3: four and three
4: how is that possible
3: <laughs> no we you know a lot of people didn't plug us to have more than three wins but we beat lsu this year
4: now let me tell you something i had those boys in my locker room
3: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there's
4: no way that they could do that <laughs> well
3: maybe there's just no way you could get them to do it
4: well i, I don't know about all that i, I was there i mean I, I don't see how that's humanly possible
3: yeah, well, we'll find out. You know, you'll you'll get a closer look on Saturday when you go up against them.
4: Let me ask you this, Brendan: Are they punting on all fourth downs?
3: <laughs> As a matter of fact, they're not. They're they're going for it quite a bit.
4: Well, then it's going to be short-lived success in my mind.
3: Yeah. yeah, I thought you might feel that way. Coach, are you looking forward to doing anything on a return visit to Columbia? Is there anything you missed and want to catch up on?
4: Oh man, there's a Zaxby's. Yeah, down by the the down by the highway. I've missed.
3: <laughs> well, there's the great, Zaxby's. Great little,
4: great little Columbia. Pole in the wall that you can get some good chicken
3: well isn't there zaxby's all over arkansas too
4: Oh, i don't know about that
3: <laughs> i want to look around coach because you might be in for some luck whenever you get back home
4: i'll tell you what i'm also looking forward to doing kickboxing jim stirk
3: <laughs> i don't know if you're gonna get your chance
4: well i hope i do that guy was mean to me <laughs> yeah he told me i didn't know how to win football games and i said well you have a lot of evidence to support your opinion but i don't agree
3: yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of that going around.
4: Anyway, it's good to talk to you boys. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I missed it. I didn't realize how much I missed it until now.
3: Yeah. Um, well, I, we missed it too, Coach. I mean, we loved hearing about your vacations to Jamaica, your hunting of sometimes dogs, I guess. And I mean, all kind of, obviously, you're a big fandom of soccer. There's so much to who is Barry Odom.
4: Man, I'm an onion. Just peel those layers, baby. <laughs>
3: That's right. Well, do you have a prediction for us this weekend? Arkansas versus Missouri, your old team versus your new team?
4: Oh, gosh, boys, I'm going to tell you what, we're going to definitely win 794 to 17.
3: Well, that's pretty uh, specific.
4: I'm going to be pretty upset when my defense gets up 17 points.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're hearing a lot about how you're a great defensive coach. It's news to us, but we're hearing it.
4: What well, was news to me, too.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck to you, coach. It's always good to talk to you. Maybe we'll get a chance down the road someday.
4: Yeah, boys, uh, woo, sick, pooey, and all that.
3: Yeah, I think you nailed it.
4: You better believe it
3: later coach show now is uh, Caleb Bungart, who's going to make his weekly picks. Caleb, you were catching a little heat on social media for not being on the show.
5: Yeah, it's all that. But it's great to feel needed and wanted, you know?
3: Sure, yeah. but you've been uh, you've been licking toilet seats at super spreader events all summer long, and you've been hard to reach.
5: Well, that's my business. So I started this business last March, and uh, I come in after super spreader events, and I clean up. And I clean up, I lick everything down. Uh, mm-hmm. I drink so much bourbon. It's like my tongue is disinfected. So I might as well use that. So I've been doing that. And I, apparently, every once in a while, I get sick from it, you know, and then my whole family does. and We have a funeral, but it pays well.
3: <laughs> well, that's the important thing. And also, you, yeah. con- you drinking all that bleach has really kind of kept you safe.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I, I watched what the president said earlier in the year. And He uh, said, shoot bleach in your veins and do things like that. So I've been doing it. Uh, I'm still alive. Fuck everyone else that isn't.
3: Yeah. So as always, good advice. So why don't we get started? It's time once again for Caleb the Greek's Pick of the Week. When you
1: see that Vegas line, you want to make your wallet fat. All the boys and girls alike, they want to get them some of that. It's a bearded lady pleaser, it's the best fix of the week. All you sons of bitches get rich with the man. Caleb the Greek, up
5: the Greek. up the Greek, up the Greek.
3: All right, Caleb. What's first on the docket?
5: All right, Big 12 football. I'm a man. I'm 40. Mike Gundy. Is gonna play TCU Horned Frogs. The Horned Frogs are two and a half point underdogs. I think the TCU Horned Frogs beat the Oklahoma
3: State Mike Gundy's. Okay, the only. One. The only Horned Frogs action I saw was about two minutes of the game they played last week against Kansas. And of course, like everybody who plays Kansas, they look great. Jayhawks are garbage. I don't know about yeah. against a real team like uh, Oklahoma State.
5: I don't know if Oklahoma State's real or not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mike's full of conspiracy theories. He may be an alien himself. Definitely a lizard person. But uh, yeah. I like TCU sneaking up there, the Big 12 and beating those guys. That two and a half
3: points looks nice hanging there. Let's go up against the 2005 Kansas quarter and see what it can do against you. It's going to take heads TCU, tails Oklahoma State, and the coin likes Oklahoma State. <laughs>
5: good. I hope he goes against me all day. <laughs> me and the coin haven't had a good fucking Duke come out in a while. I'm ready for it. Yeah,
3: it's time for a showdown. Pocket Jeans Trash Talk.
5: Alright, we're going to go Big Ten football. and uh, They're playing football Island, still? They do play football when they're allowed to play football. I think uh, Ohio State played one and a half quarters this year of football and they're going to make it to the college football playoff. Yeah. That's a whole different story. Seems totally fair. Yeah, They're going to go ahead in the Midwest part of it, the Iowa, Illinois, they're gonna play. Iowa is a 13 and a half point favorite, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I haven't seen either one of them play, but I just know that Illinois is trash all the time. Garbage football. Lovey Smith still may be their coach. I don't know. He's garbage, but uh, Iowa beats them by a lot more than 13 and a half. Take those 13 and a half of the Iowa, run with them.
3: Nobody's ever lost money betting against Illinois. Truth bomb.
5: That's true. That's a true fact, right there, guys. Remember that. Whatever Brendan just said, true
3: fact. <laughs> All right, the coin is going to take Iowa heads and Illinois tails, and the coin likes Illinois. So we are going head to head this week.
5: Good, good. All right, for the last two, let's go SEC football. Real football. Real man's football. So we've got Florida Gators taking on the Tennessee Volunteers. Florida, 17-point favorite. Tennessee, a habitual dumpster fire since 1999. Don't forget worst fans in America. Um, take Florida, those 17 points. 17. Florida wins this game. I'm saying Florida wins this game by 35. <laughs> I mean, runs it up on them. And they possibly might give, like, everybody in Tennessee COVID because the coach's wife's going to kiss everyone. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Wait, yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. That's Dan Mullen.
2: And then I find a wife
4: who's forced me to wear the horns of a cuckold.
2: Yeah, and Mullen's wife is going to make out with
5: everybody in Tennessee and give them all COVID nineteen by the time this game is <laughs> over with. So there's a lot, of, there's a lot of things to watch in this, but one of them is Florida's going to win by thirty five.
3: All right, is that your uh, lock of the week?
5: Yeah, go ahead and put that lock it, lock it up, bitches. Just- lock of the
3: week. All right, lock of the week. The coin is going to have Florida. As heads and Tennessee as tails, and the coin likes Tennessee. Yeah! This is good. One more to go. This is good. We haven't done it all year. Caleb versus Two
5: Bits. Yeah, one more to go. Well, I guess it's maybe rivalry week. I don't know how they do all this. It's not really been a rivalry, but Mizzou is going to play Arkansas. When you dream about this game in your head, Mizzou always wins it, and then in real life they win it. So mm-hmm. they're favored by three. Mizzou's three-point favorite. Arkansas, Barry Odoms, i going to play them. I think Mizzou handles this game. I think they're on a roll. I think they're confident. Coach has got them kind of rolling. I think, I think we go ahead and put it to Arkansas again.
3: I like that bet. I mean, uh, Drinkwitz has said basically they're as close to full strength as they have been all year long. They have 61 players currently eligible to play this game. They're rocking and rolling. They've got their offensive line at full strength. I like this pick. Hogs are about to get cooked. Yeah,
5: I do too. I I feel pretty darn confident. I don't think teams want to play Mizzou at this time. I feel like Georgia doesn't want to have to play this Mizzou team. Other places don't want to have to play this Mizzou team because I think they've got their confidence. They've got what they need to play good Football at the moment, which is a good thing. You should end the year like that. You start the year with cupcakes, thinking you're going to get confidence, but man, it's way better to get it at the end of the year.
3: That's right, and that's what uh, Arkansas has been for us as a cupcake. coin is going to take Missouri as heads and Arkansas as tails, and it likes. Arkansas, plus the three points. (laughs) It's a big matchup against Caleb and the coin. They're completely at odds this week, so I think this is going to be a fun one. Obviously, Barry Odom's coming back. Eli Drinkwitz wants to shove it up his ass. The great thing about Arkansas, Caleb, for me, is that no matter where they are, no matter how bad they are, there's always sour grapes because they think they can beat us, even though they've got a terrible record against us. Arkansas says stop the
5: count. Oh, that's absolutely true. And The other thing that's going to piss me off more than anything, in the last 10 years in in sports is if Mizzou goes and plays Arkansas and Arkansas's fucking defense looks amazing. I mean, they (laughs) can ball hawk it and do all these wonderful things on defense. If that happens, I am going to be so fucking... I am going to find Barry Odom and stomp his ass.
3: (laughs) It would be the Um, ultimate fuck you.
5: Yes. I mean, it's going to be... I don't think that's going to happen that way. But, I mean... Jesus Christ, Barry, if you can get Arkansas to fucking play defense and we saw what we saw the last couple of years, I, I'm just going to think that you did not do your job at <laughs> all. You didn't try.
3: That's right. So, well, I don't know. I mean, my theory is obviously this is kind of a week you compare coaches since this is the old one and the new one. I think that what Barry Odom lacked and what maybe Drinkwitz has is we don't really need a coordinator, an offensive coordinator, a defense coordinator. We need a CEO. And I think that Barry Odom was not that. You know, he was a good bit player. He's a good guy to have at your right hand, but he's not the main guy. And uh, I think Drinkwitz is, cause he just feels like you know he's ready to take charge.
5: Yeah, that's what you need in football's a the business. There may not be uh, money-exchanged hands like you do a normal business. It's a business, and businesses have a hierarchy. They are not a democracy. You have somebody at the top that calls the fucking shots on the way down. That's what you need. You don't need 300 people that are all the boss. Drinkwitz looks like he is just going to tell people what to do whether it be right or wrong it's going to be his way which is the way it should be
3: all right caleb the greek once again with his picks and if you go with mizzou you're going to make money hopefully thank you once again caleb thank you brendan have a nice week buddy all right you too
5: caleb the greek pick of the week well i caught you last night and the night before baby i ain't gonna catch you no more Right, your folks, it's all ass fuss And I'm shipping you home on a Greyhound bus And you can tell your brothers, your cousins too Baby, I got me a belly full of you You can tell your ma, you can tell your pa I'm a shipping your ass back to
1: Arkansas
5: hey, I'm shipping your ass back to Arkansas
3: well, there you go, Colin. It's uh, it's good to hear from some old familiar voices, especially uh, Coach Odom.
4: It is really unfortunate that that guy is not available to us anymore. I mean, I do, I do not want him as our coach, but uh, I do miss uh, Barry being a regular part of the show.
3: Uh, well, and I mean, part of me feels like there's no reason that couldn't keep happening. I don't know <laughs> that he spends a lot of his non-Saturday time.
4: I don't know. I don't know if that's heard into the show, but why not? You know, we can call Barry, maybe he'll give us some insight on just the SEC in general.
3: Sure, just movie reviews in the in the summer, you know. Sure. All right. Well, Colin, I mean, I don't know, like we mentioned, pretty confident going into this game. The thing that I wanted to go into a little deeper with Howard and didn't get a chance is Felipe Franks. I mean, my God, he was terrible at Florida. And I mean, the thing about Felipe Franks was he was a turnover machine. You know, if you played Florida, you expected to have at least one pick in that game. And he's really cleaned that up, tightened it up against Arkansas. And I think that's a big part of his
4: kids that, you know, there was pressure at. Florida and now he's at Arkansas and there's zero pressure because nobody has any expectations, right? And so it was easier for him to play, but those expectations are starting to build. So hopefully he has a terrible game, and hopefully Nick Bolton you know detaches his head from his body. And I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but uh, Arkansas and Nick Bolton have been trolling each other a bit about you know bat being a badass linebacker. Yeah, and uh, I feel like a uh, pissing Nick Bolton off before a football game is a bad plan. But mm-hmm. far be it for me to question the genius that is Sam Pittman. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's right. I would have liked uh, Coach Odom to have expounded a little bit more on what that coach is like. Maybe next time we talk to him, he, he can give us sort of a breakdown on...
4: Well, Brendan, you were asking the questions.
3: That's true. It's my own doing. But uh, I'd like to get crack him open and hear a little bit more about what Sam Pittman Remember is get like. get
4: Sam Pittman on. Who knows?
3: Well, I mean, I don't know if uh, I could stand listening to the guy for five minutes. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's true.
3: Well, what, do you got a prediction for us before Saturday, Colin?
4: Yeah, I'm going to say uh, low-scoring affair. 24 21, Mizzou.
3: So, a lot of people think it's going to be close. It is a three point game. The spread is Mizzou minus three. I think that's a probably an appropriate thing. It's hard to say.
4: Yeah, that's a wash when you're betting. You know, that, that three points at home is just a wash. Yeah, that's that, a that's field best, goal. That's their- An even team, which I hope they're fucking wrong. I hope the throttles the shit out of them.
3: Yeah. I mean, Arkansas has no doubt improved, but so have we. So, time will tell. I'm looking forward to it. I am really getting my fingers crossed here because I do want to – What did
4: Caleb the Greek think?
3: Caleb likes their Tigers now.
4: All right. He's made me enough money this year, Brennan, to buy a go-kart.
3: Yeah, is that right?
4: It doesn't run, but it's a go-kart nonetheless.
3: Well, you know, we have our goals, our aspirations in life. Shoot for the moon, maybe you'll hit a star. There you go. Yeah, something like that. All right, Colin, I'm I'm in your camp. I do think that Mizzou can win a close one. I need that offense to stay going. I mean, Roundtree is the key. If he can work over that Arkansas defensive line, then I think we can win this thing. They're not an offensive juggernaut, and I'm really, really impressed with our defense right now.
4: Shoot for the moon and maybe it'll hit a star, you know?
3: That's right. I heard that somewhere.
4: Yeah. It's like a meme I read from a divorced girl on my Facebook page.
3: Yeah, that's pretty much, I think that might be where I got it.
4: <laughs> yep.
3: It's just two days away, Colin. looking forward to it. M I Z Z O U. Everything is slightly worse in Arkansas